Hey everyone, it's Cece and Naja coming to you live and direct in real life. <laughs> Hello. Hello. Hello everybody. Welcome back to Cece and Naja in real life. Well, y'all probably welcome us back because we've been gone. So sorry. But we back at it again. Yes. Ready to get into this word. Yes. So we're going to finish our little uh, impromptu series about Paul with 1 Corinthians 15. We studied that and got some good stuff. And we even got something that we had a question about, but we'll talk about that toward the end. So real quick, I'm going to do a prayer and then we'll get right into it. So dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for the life of Paul and his example he set to dying to you daily and living for you only. I pray that we're as humble as him and we're as arrogant as him at the same time. And we just love you and we pray that you guide us every day. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Mm-hmm. So y'all probably noticed that I said that Paul was arrogant. And when we were reading this chapter, I told Cecily, I was like, oh, Paul said something that sounded real arrogant to me, but it wasn't a bad arrogance. I thought it was a bad arrogance. So I was like, what? arrogant no but then she went on to explain mm-hmm. so i'm going to read what this man said and it sounds arrogant it but he's arrogant in christ you'll see so he's speaking basically saying this is right before he said i'm the least of the apostles and i basically shouldn't be even called an apostle on the contrary i worked harder than any of them though and it was not i but the grace of god <laughs> that was with me so to people, I'm sure if someone heard that, like back in the day, they right. were like, how dare you say you work harder than Peter? Or how dare you say you worked harder than me? Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like, like, you used to persecute Christians. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but what he was saying was everything he did was for and through Christ. And I believe that all of us should have a pomp and arrogance about us when it comes to what God to Christ, does yeah. for us and through us. And I think that's a good thing. Um, Paul was very direct and steadfast in his life. Paul uh, said, I ain't never scared. Yeah. <laughs> he did say he was like, not scared. I said very <laughs> And then <laughs> also, I mean, like this, th- that's one thing we wanted to talk about mm-hmm. earlier too, is that the reason we decided to end with this is because this chapter does a great job of basically surmising all that it is that Paul stood for. I mean, he literally starts the chapter by saying, now, brothers and sisters, I want to remind you of the gospel I preached to you, which you received and on which you have taken your stand. By this gospel, you are saved if you hold firmly to the word I preached to you. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, you have believed in vain. Basically, he said, this is what you believe. This is the whole thing we've been preaching. This is this is what you said that you were going to follow. This is how you said you were going to live your life. And if you don't believe every single part of this gospel that we've preached, then none of the rest of it makes sense. Like, it's all in vain. Um, he goes on to talk about the resurrection of the dead and the resurrection of the body. I guess the, the Corinthians were, um, you know, doubting uh, the resurrection. And he's saying, you know, but if Christ uh, was never raised from the dead, then then what are you doing all of this for? That means that if Christ wasn't raised from the dead, then, then you won't be raised from the dead. And if you're not raised from the dead, then you might as, just, well, might as well just go out and party and have fun, drink, eat, and be merry because like there's no point there's no point yeah 
And he even goes on to say, if this is all like not true, then we should be the most pitied. Like the people who believe in the resurrection in Jesus should be the most yeah. pitied because we're doing everything for absolutely no reason. Yeah. And it's, yeah. He says, if I fought wild beasts in you, you fate, you thesis, you whatever that word is, with no more than human hopes, what have I gained? <laughs> And, but it's true. Like if we if we don't believe in Christ, all we believe in is this human life and what we see before us. Yeah. Then you know we might as well do what we want to. Y'all mm-hmm. following all these rules and regulations? It makes no sense. Yeah. And speaking of rules and regulations, I feel like this day of Christianity and just you know um, believing in Jesus is a daily task, and mm. we can find burnout sometimes. Mm-hmm. And I feel like Paul was speaking against those people who are finding burnout. Like there's a reason. For what you're doing. And one thing he said that I learned when I was um, probably in college, someone was teaching this and he said, I die every day. Mm. And I remembered that and I just read it again. And it reminds me literally every single day you have to re-fall in love with Jesus. You have to die to yourself every day. It's not a um, experience where you just gain the Holy Spirit, you gain knowledge, you love Jesus, you found God, so everything is fine. No. Everything is not fine. It's work. Just like a relationship with a husband and wife. It is work. You have to fall in love with this man every single day. You have to die to yourself every single day. And that is really hard. And you can find burnout in that. But Paul was a great example of literally my life is dedicated to dying every day. And he went through way more than any of us will ever see in our lifetime. He still loved God. And that's what I take away from everything that we've learned from Paul the most is that regardless of what he went through, he still clung on to the hope and the knowledge of Christ and his mm-hmm. resurrection and what he's speaking about in this chapter. Yeah. So. And basically he's saying, you know, and if you're going to die to yourself every day and do all these things every day, uh, then you need to have something mm-hmm. behind it that you're believing mm-hmm. in. Otherwise... You're just torturing yourself. Absolutely. And I think there's somewhere where... Oh, this is this stood out to me too. First um, Corinthians 15, 33. Do not be misled. Bad company corrupts good character. Come back to your senses as you ought and stop sinning. For there are some who are ignorant of God. And mm. I say this to your shame. Mm. <laughs> he wanted all the smoke. <laughs> like, people are dying and going to hell. So you need to you need to figure out what you believe and why you believe it. Yeah. What are you doing? Do you are you do are you a believer in Christ or not? You know. Yeah. Um, I think that's so great. Like everything from him being arrogant to him being plexi to me is just so demonstrative of who this person was. Mm-hmm. Paul. And we um, actually before we were going to do this chapter, our main goal, which it has changed, but our main goal was to talk about how people thought that Paul was a false prophet. And how he was radical. And, <laughs> you know, like, I, me and, actually, me and Cecily had a disagreement on this verse. Because she was like, I see how Paul thought, I mean, I see how people thought Paul was radical in this chapter. And I was like, no, I love it. I believe it. It's not radical. But I had to remember that I'm radical. I think very differently than a lot of other people. And I'm pretty sure if I was back there with Paul, me and him would be partners in crime and people probably would have thought I was radical along with him. Because now when I say things like even family and friends, they think I am psycho, dico, but I know my God Mm -hmm. and I know what he has said to me and what he has promised me and what he does for me daily. 
And Paul knew that too. And Paul had no problems brushing people the wrong way. Yeah. He, he even in the last series or the last one we were talking about, he said, oh, whoever they were, you know, yeah. like Paul was not a respecter of person. Mm-hmm. He didn't care. He didn't care if you were Barnabas or if you were Peter. He cared about Christ and what Christ said. Yes. If you weren't doing what he would, because he knew Christ. Yeah. He, he appeared to him. You know, yeah. he had an intimate relationship with Christ. Mm-hmm. So it's like if you... If you weren't doing what my God, my Christ, my Holy Father has told me that you should be doing, I'm going to call you out on it. In love, of course. Yeah. But I'm going to let you know. Exactly. There's no mincing words with Paul. And Mm-mm. that's what I love about him. You you call him arrogant. I still think that word's a little I harsh. But you know what? I do. He was he was very confident. Yeah. Very confident. I and it. I strive to be that confident. There's another part of here where he goes, you foolish person. Like... <laughs> Paul, he, he was going to make sure what he had to say got across. Mm-hmm. And another point that I saw was he said, what you sow does not come to life unless it dies. Yeah. It is sown in weakness and raised in power. So to think that when we die to ourselves and we allow God to work in us, like we're so much more powerful yes. than that. Well, I have a, a, an example of that. Go Actually, ahead. this is a... Um, it's a bad example. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say it's a testimony because it's going to be my weakness. But I, hopefully it's something that you guys can, through my weakness, be better. So I've been experiencing some issues with some friends lately. And, you know, having to part ways with them. Um, you know, due to just growing up and, and going different ways. Mistakes being made. Whatever, you know. Um, this morning, I'm, I've been trying to let it go. Trying to go to church. Trying to just let God work. This morning, though, Cecily wanted to work. <laughs> Cecily wanted to <laughs> Cecily wanted to defend herself and defend her honor. And I said some things and did some things that I knew that I shouldn't have. Not because they were wrong. They were completely valid, especially by this world's terms. But the Lord told me specifically not to do that because vengeance is his. Yeah. So I didn't need to get out and try to clear the air or try to say this or say that. In the end, when I what I tried to do, it ended up, one, making the situation worse. Two, hurting my witness. Three, setting me back. I was doing so good yesterday as letting the whole thing go, moving on, being mm-hmm. better, and not allowing mistakes of the past to come back and haunt me. Mm-hmm. But today, I allowed myself to take two steps back, talk and act on a situation that I had already told the Lord I was going to put mm-hmm. in his hands. And, you know, it. I had to repent. Yeah. I had to go back and I had to say, you know, Lord, you're right. Vengeance is yours. And, and you know me better mm-hmm. than anybody else does. I don't have to defend myself. Exactly. Because you're my defender. Um, and I think that's that's what he's saying here is like, you know, by the world standards and even by your own carnal flesh, you're going to want to do and say things to vindicate yourself or to tell your perspective. But, you know, you got to die to yourself because it's bigger than you it's and it's bigger. bigger than that situation. Mm-hmm. So that's actually a testimony I have of something I'm learning and something I'm working with, you know, trying to be better. Um, and even now, you know, it still bothers me. It still bugs me. But I'm choosing to trust that God is handling this situation, especially since I, I said, Lord, I put that in your hands. Mm-hmm. You didn't let it die. It right? Was, it was seasoning. You Ooh, brought it back to life. You're right. Ooh, I'm about to let it die now, though. Let it burn. You have to pull <laughs> the plug. Yeah. No, seriously, I have to, I have to stop um, caring about it. I got to mm-hmm. let that whole situation die. And yesterday I said I was going to let it die. I was mm-hmm. going to let it. And today I saw something that made me get revved up. The devil pulled me back into the situation. But you know what? I decided to engage. And it's like, yeah. you, you, you deaded this situation. Yeah. Literally. But now you're going back, digging up the grave. 
And you, you're right. I got to let it die so that it can become the blessing and the testimony that it needs to be. And I'm so grateful to God for his revelation. And I'm so grateful for my sister, Naja. I texted her today about it, too. And she was like, girl, she, you didn't beat me up. You were just like, you know, you just give it to God. It was, that was encouraging, even though yeah. I sent you a little drop thanks. <laughs> you did. I sent her this paragraph of encouragement. <laughs> Thanks. But I felt that. And, and that's another thing Paul says in here. He says, do not be misled. Yeah. Bad company corrupts good character. You make sure you align yourself with people who believe the same thing that you believe. Otherwise, it's so easy to get pulled mm-hmm. back into stuff, you know? And and I went to Naja and I was encouraged because she believes what I believe. Mm-hmm. That Jesus died for our sins and we should work to be better. He died Plain, for our problems. Blank yeah. and simple. And that's exactly what Paul was talking about. Yeah, basically that's it. Jesus died for it all. Yeah. And then, and then he died for it all so that we all could die and come back like him. It, it, later in the verse, he says, as was the, with the earthly man, so... I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm getting excited, guys. <laughs> as was the earthly man, so are those who are of the earth. And as is the heavenly man, so also are those who are of heaven. So it's like, you're going to be of this earth mm-hmm. and do what they want you to do, or you're going to be of heaven. And you got to know that the spiritual or the imperishable cannot inherit the perishable. And the perishable cannot, basically, you either going to be imperishable or you're going to be perishable. Yeah. And guys, it's not easy. We're talking, I feel like sometimes when you listen to podcasts or Bible studies or sermons, like pastors and people who are speaking on behalf of God, it may sound like, oh, life is easy for them. And they found a way to find god no Mm-mm. we struggle really 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 bad and actually that's one of the reasons why we did this podcast is so in real life yeah we can. <laughs> y'all gonna hear some crazy stuff probably yeah. Yeah. No, no, but real. Yeah. Like, i just literally told y'all i felt a test this morning mm-hmm. i let the devil get the best of me yeah and, and i'm embarrassed mm-hmm. and i look stupid but also i can't stay there yep and that's why i'm making this podcast that's why we needed to make this podcast yes. today and we just wanted to encourage you guys you know to read the bible Mm-hmm. Read the Bible, whatever we're reading, go back and read it for yourselves. Or because, listen to it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I listen to the Bible. I read, I read it. it. <laughs> but whatever you need to do to get the word, if you listen to podcasts, if you listen to sermons, go back and see what the pastor or the speaker was talking about and see what the Holy Spirit says to you yes. individually. Because we're just here as vessels. Mm-hmm. It's your life and your relationship with Christ at the end of the day. So whatever you need... For encouragement, please email us at bearingburdensirl at gmail.com. That is B-E-A-R-I-N-G-B-U-R-D-E-N-S-I-R-L at gmail.com. Y'all. She said the whole thing. Look at this growth. Y'all remember way back she was saying, I'll never say it. I'm not going to say that. That's too long. Long email. But I got it. And you can email it. We're here for encouragement, for prayer, for anything you need. Um, We thank you again for listening. You guys are awesome, all of you who listen, because we have the same listeners. And we really, really appreciate you. And so sorry again for the long hiatus. But tell a friend. Yeah. And we won't make y'all wait no more. We're going to put it on our calendars. Yeah. So <laughs> you want to go ahead and pray us out? So yes. Yeah, so thank you. 
Lord, I thank you, Jesus, for this fellowship. Lord, I thank you for being in our corners and for encouraging us, Lord, and for taking our our weaknesses and turning it into your strength, Lord. I thank you where there is great sin, where sin abounds, Lord, your grace abounds, and that you are there for us even when we fall down because the measure of a saint is how many times he gets back up. So, Lord, Absolutely. I pray. Yes, Lord. I pray that you walk with us over this weekend, and Lord, be with us as we go out and... Um, help us to no as we turn up Lord but as we as we go out and do whatever we're gonna do Mm -hmm. Lord and um, help us to remember to abide in you and to die to ourselves in Jesus name I pray amen amen I want to mention something real quick too Uh, my friend Cecily had something happen to her last weekend and it worried me but the good thing is we have friends that can help us and we can talk to each other. I'm not going to say what happened to you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I appreciate having friends like Cecily and my other friends that I can talk to when things happen. And I also appreciate being there for my friends when things happen. Um, the reason why this was on my heart, someone listening, you need to be there for somebody. I don't know who it is, but God just wanted me to mention that, that you need to be there for somebody um, maybe you haven't talked to in a long time. Maybe um, they were a friend and they wronged you in a way, but God is trying to get to them. So God needs to use you as a vessel. Woo. So And it ain't going to be easy. You're going to have to die to yourself. Yeah. But in order for goodness to be birthed, in order for the love of Christ to be birthed, you have to, something has to die. Just yeah. like Paul said. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's it. I'm sorry, guys. That was it. No, don't ever apologize for the leading of the yeah. Holy Spirit. Okay? <laughs> yes. That's what we believe. Mm-hmm. Y'all have a good weekend. Bye.